shack with Lachlan Patterson Cause it's the Lockdown Podcast Talking about whatever you want Chilling out, having a chill sesh With Lachlan's guest, yeah The Lockdown Podcast Let's do a a quick sound check Check, check Oh, that's good That's good, where you at? Alright, perfect Check, check I'm a producer, whether I like it or not, Brian. Wow, what a debacle. Can you believe that? I, I, uh, I brought Brian to the shack to record today, and I forgot the SIM card, um, which goes in the machine, because I don't know how to do this shit. <laughs> you had to come back three times yeah. to finally get this episode started. It was like I'd made ramen, so every time I went back, it was a little better because it was a little cooler. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like ramen gets better with age. I think so. You know, it's just like anything. Like you know, the and you know, leftovers is the best. Leftover ramen is good. I didn't even know that. Uh, yeah, I just I literally had it in the bowl right where I was sitting, and every time I came back, it's <laughs> right back is, at it. Is there, is there? That was a perfect sound effect for ramen. <laughs> yeah. Do. Well, you know, sometimes it could be like anything. Like soup could be too hot. I soup, yeah. And with ramen, I, I, first, I just, I'm so impatient. I have to. I always burn my tongue. Yeah. Yep. And also, as I, it's always not quite. It's true. When you leave ramen in hot water longer, it it starts to, it gets better. Mm-hmm. I think it, put some crackers in there. It's good. Crackers mm-hmm. in the ramen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like my own uh, version of like, uh, say, clam chowder. So it's the California way, <laughs> the Asian way, or Californian. Shit. Yeah, true. I, you know what? It's amazing with all the re- the um, inflation and with the you know housing prices and costs and uh, you know where we're at. Top ramen prices have maintained for like since I was born. <clears throat> Twenty five cents a pack still. I, I never had ramen before covid started i don't even know like what aisle and at the aisle that it's in i would never generally browse yeah but when everyone started hoarding toilet paper i was kind of like i gotta get in on this game too you know yeah. like bunker down yeah and i went and i saw this ramen 30 cents it's yeah. like it's unbelievable why would i eat anything else <laughs> it's, it's amazing yeah and it tastes good yeah it is i mean i've tried the other flavors but you know obviously Everybody knows chicken's the only one to really do. I'm surprised they still use Oriental as a flavor. Yeah, yeah. That that word seems like it's uh it had its run. <laughs> it's over now. Yeah. Let's uh let's move on <laughs> from sim sim card talk and ramen news, dude. Ramen news. No two people have ever talked about those things back to back. Not really. ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> Uh, when the the vaccine's coming back, hey, do you hear they they got a vaccine coming? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Is it available to you and me? I don't, I don't. Well, I actually just went, um, and got that like once a year checkup. Oh, you know, you like did. your physical? Yep. Uh, didn't probe me like the the old days. Oh, they didn't do it this time. No, 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 no. They just guy makes you like pull down your pants and like 
yanks on you a little bit. That's about it. But didn't do anything else. You didn't go inside? No. <laughs> I was ready to. He just did a walk around? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like odd. He like had me like hold my hands up and he just like circled me. Like, I don't know mm. what. <laughs> but um, he's a tire kicker, man. He's not taking it you seriously. He, no. But he said to me, he's like, do you have Instagram? I go, no. And he goes, well, I'm going to announce it on Instagram when I have the vaccine. I was like, well, <laughs> If I don't do it, how am I gonna know? He's like, I don't know. Just you're gonna have to call back. I was like, what? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. So it's coming around. I don't know. I don't know if I'll necessarily get it. Uh, but I. Oh, they tested me for COVID. And I didn't have it. You don't have COVID. Mm-mm. Good. Yeah. You uh-huh. see what happened in London? Like now they have a, a more aggressive strain or strand i heard strain strain and i you know they can't leave the country that's why everyone was like trying to get out of there do you see those videos of like all the it goes against everything like everybody's packed in on these trains trying to get out of there <laughs> i'm telling you contagion it's playing out just like the movie it's perfect i would also recommend to listeners to watch the first episode of i believe it's called pandemic it's on netflix and it was made about a year and a half ago. And the first episode talks about what would happen if something like this happened. And they basically, it's its a very, it's a its a mind fuck to say the least. But you can't believe that this just came out. And its it basically kind of like saw into the future of what was going to happen. It's unbelievable. It really is. It's, it's amazing how, and I, I, I'm reading too, that we are just... <clears throat> We're just along for this ride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's also, though, I mean, everyone's got like, they, you know, they talk about California raising and it's like, dude, everyone's got fatigue on this thing. Like people now are just like, whatever. Yeah. I'm, I imagine it will find a way to pr- prey on that as well. The virus will somehow get us to undermine each other. And and now also... You know, everyone's talking about like 2020 as in the year, like as in the all this crazy shit. Like, it's almost like people are just gonna like have a different mindset January 1st. <laughs> like, no one's gonna really let it, you know, this gonna be like, oh, that was last year, moving on. <laughs> I hope not. I, I hope people take it. <clears throat> I hope people don't use our Gregorian calendar <laughs> yeah, to yeah. decide the length of this virus. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, no, t- um, we all want things to get better but um i think that uh did you hear tom cruise did you hear tom cruise rant yeah i mean he's a little he's a little full of himself to say the least with that rant but that's cool good for him did you was i the only one who thought like from when i listened to it i thought that it was just an actual filming of the movie (laughs) and that was just a scene that's it and you too and you too and you I I thought I thought to myself if he was yelling like that at me I would I have this like mechanism in my body when I get uncomfortable I just laugh right. and I'd just be laughing at him. It, oh, because yeah, I laughed at a, I laughed at a funeral once. You're talking about that almost like an uncomfortable laugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, like, those are the worst. Yeah, you can't. just like I wouldn't be able. And he'd be like, "What are you laughing at? You make." And I'd be like, "No, I just I can't control myself." Yeah, it's nothing personal. It's me. It's how I cope. <laughs> Don't. Don't think I'm laughing at you. Oh, it'd be the worst. No, but he's, you know, he he takes himself seriously with all those stunts and all that shit, so sure. good for him. He's uh Tom Cruise 
believes and could be right in believing that he is the um, he is the sort of guy keeping Hollywood together. Uh, he's he has a huge responsibility. He feels, um, and I think a lot of people. He is one of the most powerful people in Hollywood. Would you say that? Yeah, but also I haven't seen a movie of his. I haven't watched one of those Mission Impossible. I'm just not a Tom Cruise guy. Like, I saw Top Gun and those, but, like, this new shit that he's, whatever he's in, it's just not my thing. But he clearly has some weight. Obviously, I know him more for, like, being closeted gay and the Scientology stuff. Right. That's kind of, when I think of Tom Cruise, I think of that, and then I think of actor. I'm on the phone with every studio at night. Insurance companies. Producers. Uh, I was on Last Comic Standing, remember? And I go, I had one of my challenges was to be a guide at the Universal Studios. Oh yeah, I do remember seeing on TV. You were like driving around, like in the water and shit. Right. Well, one of the things we were dri- to drive by was the, um, the what was the movie War of the Worlds uh, exhibit. Oh yeah, is that where the plane is? Yeah, the plane crashed in the War of the Worlds. They've got this. They've got the whole setup there, and uh, they told us. Um, we're comedians. They said, go ahead and improvise throughout your tour to the tour guests. When you get to the War of the Worlds, don't say anything about Tom Cruise. <laughs> 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 every, <laughs> every other exhibit, they didn't say anything. But that was a specific request. Don't trash Tom Cruise. You know, that's power. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought he sounded great. I loved uh, that he... So passionate. I want to be that passionate, you know? He is a... That guy is mental, man. Sun just moved into my eyes. Hang on one second. He is mental. (laughs) There we go. I'm going to sit here. uh, We have the shack open today, Brian. Yeah, it's awesome. Beautiful. It's such a beautiful day. really is. The sun, it's just a little low, and it was getting right in my eyes there, so I moved... I had a show last night. And oh, is this the car thing? I went to the to the car thing. <laughs> I, I didn't know if that was coming up, and I was excited to see you today because I was like, hopefully it's already happened because I got to hear how awkward it was. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, expect, I didn't expect it to be that awkward, but um, it was, you know, they check, they do all the COVID. It's about the safest show I think I've ever seen or, or been on the... Well, dude, everyone's in their car. Everyone cannot get out of their car. I have to. Get, I can't get out of my car till I go on stage, even. But everyone, all the comedians were like, "All right, well, let's just get six, six feet away from each other." So we did that, and we all kind of stood there <laughs> until we went on. That was sweet, dude. <laughs> Just a lowrider bicycle just yeah, rips yeah, by yeah. in the alley. Yeah, she's eyeing the trash can too. Uh, she's she's gonna leave it. That is that is Venice. <laughs> that is Venice, man. Wow. All right, so you're. So I'm about to go on stage, yeah. and right next to me is Brad Williams and <clears throat> um, David Spade's on stage. David Spade's on stage. He gets off stage. Lachlan, you're on in a two. So I got a minute to talk to David Spade. Uh huh which was really cool. I didn't even talk to him, just stand next to him. Yeah. And Does uh, he know who you are? 
you know, I didn't think he did. And then he goes, hey, I'm David. What's your name? And I said, Lachlan. And he said, oh, I've heard you're funny, which was nice to hear. Yeah, of course. David Spade, uh, that was my <coughs> favorite Saturday Night Live years. Was the yeah, Spade those, years. Were, those were the years, man. Right? Yeah. I, watching it now, it's hard to, I mean, I, I'm a fan of the show, period. But it, you, you, when I watch it now, I think of that, that him, dude, he was fucking awesome. He was. Yeah, and then, you know, he he had a a bunch of other uh, great roles since then. And uh, what, what was it? Mad about you? What was the TV show where he got he got nominated for an Emmy? He was on. Oh yeah, I don't it's a know. Political it, show. I didn't watch it, but you know, West he, Wing. He's earned his chops. It was a comedy based on like West Wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. West Wing is a serious one. I think I got that way off. <laughs> but I have a question. How did people in the car hear you? So I go, so they bring me down. To, uh, they introduce me. I have to awkwardly go by Jody Miller, who is standing in the wings. And <clears throat> who's that? She's another comedian. Uh, and she runs a really dope show uh, that I used to do where you would do comedy at a different time in p- time period in in history. So, you know, we'd be doing comedy, stand-up comedy in the year 1842 or something like that. You'd be referencing, like, events that were going yeah, on Yeah, and they'd, they'd, Jody would set up the whole room to make you feel like you were in that time. Pretty cool. Yeah, and we did, she did Star Wars ones and all sorts of stuff, yeah. and I loved those. They were a lot of work to, to write a set about and do all that uh, learning about the year, but whatever. Anyway, she was there. I had to awkwardly go by her because... Of all this COVID shit, they give me my own microphone that no one else has. Mm-hmm. I didn't, didn't explain to me where it would be, but I found it. <coughs> <laughs> and I go up there, and I like the new mic, by the way. I think I really like that because a lot of times you get on stage and you get the microphone of the guy before you that was just yelling and spitting mm-hmm. into it. Brutal. And you can actually smell their breath <laughs> in the microphone. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> so. <coughs> I like that. I think they should keep that. Well, I, not. I don't know if your uh, if your listeners are confused as I am, but we're, this thing's in a parking lot. There's a stage. There's people. Do they pay more to park up front versus <laughs> the guys in back? I don't know how. I first come, know. first serve. And then how do they? Do they just all like? Does everybody have their windows down and you're just like talking in a mic that's going to like a sound system? Or is there like an app where they can listen to it in their car and like look at you? I I um I I don't know about the app. But I don't know if it's an app. I, I think I, here's what I think it is. I think they come first, come first, serve and park, and they can roll down their windows, but they can't get out of their cars. <laughs> the, the, the I think the parking lot is um, connected to speakers. There's speakers in the parking lot yeah. that that they are hearing the show from, but I can't tell. I can't see a thing. They have two spotlights on me. I'm about, it feels like I'm about 10 feet above the cars. I'm looking at the hoods of the cars, not the windshields. How many cars are there? There's quite a few. There's probably about 50 cars. And so I can't see anyone. I can see a few headlights. Sometimes they'll flick their headlights to let you know it's funny, but they don't flick their headlights like laughter. They just flick their headlights whenever they feel like flipping their headlights. So when you're in the middle of the setup, they'll flip their headlights. You're, this is uh, this is making comedy like that much more challenging. Oh my God, it's so hard. Uh, was David Spade like always on the ticket? 
to be there? I didn't. You know, it's funny. I, I when I got there, I they sent me the set the uh, a picture of who'd be on the show. So I was anticipating running into those people. Yeah. And instead of running into any of those people, <laughs> I ran into four completely different people, who weren't on there. And so, so they just I, caught wind of it and wanted to jump on. So yeah, like um, I just I needed something. I need yeah. I need I need it. It was like to me last night's comedy show was like being a heroin addict and getting just a tiniest little hit of heroin, mm. just enough to make you angry. Also known as just the tip. Just, just the tip, <laughs> exactly. I go. don't need that. <laughs> it's not what I need. Yeah. So what did I what did I get from it? I got I got uh, I, you know David Spade. Uh, I got to sit in a conversation with David Spade. And did you get to hear him at all? I did. I get to hear him a little bit. It's no, like like his set. Not or, not really. You you you're looking at their back, and without a doubt, while you're trying to watch a com- comedy show, if you're a comedian, people just come up and talk to you. People think that comedians don't want to also watch comedy, or that they don't need to also watch comedy. They think we're just there for us, but. Would you go to shows like say comedy comes back in six months, and I don't know uh, what's that? What's the girl's name? The the lesbian that's super funny uh, that was on Chelsea Handler. <laughs> I forget her name, but I saw her. But like, would you like pay to go see someone, or not I pay? You probably get tickets for free. I don't think I'd ever have to pay ever again. Yeah, maybe, yeah. hopefully. But I mean, like, say Seinfeld's doing something like at Staples Center. Seinfeld. Okay, so. Mm. That's your guy. I know that. I'd love to go see Seinfeld. I don't know if I want to see him in a theater, but I would love to see him in a club. I love watching comedians in clubs. Theaters is sort of the perfect version of them. That's what they always do. Like the Netflix specials, they all have that sort of same like stage presence kind of crowd. The, about it. The, the comedians, I think, like it because it boasts the large audience that they have. And a large stage, and it makes them look very prestigious. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you shoot in a comedy club or you're special in a smaller setting, people think, "Oh, he couldn't fill a bigger room," well, or she. And uh, I, I'm glad there's both versions. But I've seen Chris Rock uh, in uh, his special, and then I've also seen him in a club, and I love that. I love that. I love watching a comedian work and, and, and try different new things and, and get stuck on s- 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 the wordings of things. And usually in a theater set, comedians get all that figured out for the most part. Anyway. I saw Chappelle at a little tiny bar in West Hollywood. TJ, our friend, invited me to go. Oh, cool. And it was cool. I don't know if you've heard of this, but I felt like... Yes, it was cool to see him up close, but I felt like almost like I'm was over oversaturated with him. Like he sounded like all the TV shows that I've watched, all the specials. Like I've just seen too much of him. Yeah, but it was cool to see him like in the proximity of like 20 feet away. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that guy's everywhere. Obviously, he's like the number one. He's uh he's amazing. He really is gifted. I still go back and watch that 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 short set he did for Netflix. Uh, earlier this year oh it's cool did you like kevin hart's little special he just did no i haven't seen it i want to see it 
No. He, 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 does, he does it in his, I think it's his house. Ooh. Which is pretty amazing. Yeah. I house mean, house comedy. Yeah, yeah. But it's like social distance house comedy. I mean, guy has like a huge fuck you, I got wealth kind of house, but it's awesome. Yeah, he probably made all those people stay over for 14 days of quarantine <laughs> after. Pite said, I'll pay you more than whatever you're making. I got to see it. That's awesome. Um, <clears throat> have you ever taken a DNA test? No, and I don't think I would. You don't think you would? You'd just probably come back Irish. Oh, well, yeah, I know that. But I mean, I like that. I've know a couple people have done that 23andMe and they found family members they found that they were adopted you can do that yeah that's true my uncle did it about two months before he passed away and he found out he had a daughter what no yeah so like i don't wow i don't know are you gonna take one i thought about it my friend took one and it came she she got it came back that she was three percent neanderthal (laughs) and i thought that was that's fucked up yeah yeah that's i mean is that you know what's even funnier? That night she told me that um, she's just we were out, we were in the backyard and she's like, "Is it cool if I start a fire?" Is <laughs> <laughs> that Neanderthal? And she actually started building the fireplace. What and is I what, what exactly is Neanderthal? It's another species of of um, sapien. It it's um it was a our human human beings competition for food really, and we lived amongst them. Uh, Homo sapiens and Neanderthals lived amongst each other. So where would they go? Well, they just uh, w- evolution chose us because we were uh, more intelligent. Essentially, I think that's what happened: is they were stronger, mm-hmm. but our in- ability to um, connect with each other as a species helped us and gave us a strength that outnumbered them. Or don't quote me on that, but I've been reading that I will not. <laughs> book, Sapiens, and I think that's what happened. Uh, that's the theory. But you can be Neanderthal, and I've always, but that's my biggest concern is it'll come back and be, it'll be like <laughs> 3% Neanderthal, and look at me, right? <laughs> yeah, you got that thing going. You sort of look like that. Uh, those guys, in, what is it, Geico commercial? Yeah, I look like a caveman. Yeah, yeah, sort of, yeah. I don't need to know that. You know, I went to uh, get laser eye surgery once, and... The guy, the doctor said, well, there's, he did the exam on my eyes and he goes, well, there's two different kinds of surgeries for laser eye uh, surgeries. And he said, um, you only qualify for one of them because your eyes are set too far back in your head. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, well, you could have just told me there was only one. That would have been nice if you said there's only one surgery. (laughs) And so Jill's like, why don't we go see my eye doctor? So we go see her eye doctor. And he does all sorts of tests. And he goes, well, you qualify for both surgeries. And I said, really? And I said, you mean my eyes aren't set too far back (laughs) in my head? And the guy goes, no, they are. But I can make it fit, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Let me see if I can make it fit. And, And sure enough, my eye sockets were bruised afterwards. But perfect vision. That's that's exciting. Just a, um, the the mental weight that I burden that I have to carry with me that my eyes are set too far back in my head. But you know what's great about that? I don't need to squint. I mean, it is it is. I am so far gone. I can't see shit far away, man. You can't. No, like I was trying to check out this yoga class that was going on. Like all these girls were doing it, 
and I was like, I thought it was like the early morning crusties. Yeah. And I get those out. No, cannot see. So I tried to go to Warby Parker down here on Abbott Kinney, but they don't do on-site eye exams. How would you sell eyeglasses if you don't do eye exams? It makes no sense to me. Um, you got to get glasses, dude. You, yeah, you got to you got to be able to see those yoga classes. I know, I know, I know. No, it's 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 coming. I just gotta, like anything else, you just gotta I gotta make time for it. You're a single guy. You need to be able to see. Thank you. Nobody's gonna see for you. My parents see for each other all the time. I imagine that's very nice. They have like fifty pairs of reading glasses, and they just scatter them out around the house. And I do. I've always secretly wanted to wear like a pair of those chubs, you know, the ones that go around your neck. Oh yeah. Like I've always, I always thought the guys like wore those that like just had their glasses like hang on their chest. Those, those are, are the cool. reading. You're far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I think that's cool. <laughs> I do too. I like the idea that when someone hands me a document, <laughs> then I have to take a second <laughs> to pull out my glasses. Yeah. It shows them that I'm taking them seriously. <laughs> I work with a guy who has them. He hangs them over his shoulder. And then he clips them in the middle together. It's like he's oh, getting clicks. ready. Yeah, it's like he's he's getting ready for the game. My it's like it's elevating. It's it's awesome. My dad has those. Yeah, they're great. They're they're yeah. You're you're lucky you don't need reading glasses as well. But let's get you some. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Some late 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 ones. Maybe a gift. Maybe maybe a Christmas gift. Uh, or whatever. Are you do Hanukkah? What do you practice? Oh, what I, I celebrate Christmas, I guess. What do you think about the term "seasons greetings"? Well, I mean, this is we're at peak annoyances with seasons greetings, happy holidays to you and yours. Ugh. I mean, it's just brutal. It's so lame. It's not even saying anything. Seasons, it's not. Seasons what's greetings is is okay. What is it saying? What season are they talking <laughs> about? I actually don't know. <laughs> all four? You're going to include all four seasons in this quote? Yeah, happy, yeah. Happy all seasons season. greetings. Every one of them. Right now on this day. Now, you don't get to be that insincere. But this is my favorite time of year because I get all those cards from people. I get getting those And too. I rip people apart for those. Like you do? First, of course. Everyone knows the rules. If you don't know it and you're listening, you don't wear a white button down. If you're an adult... You don't take a picture yourself. I don't need to see you. You just do a kind of a casual picture of your kids and you say, you know, I'm thinking of you this holiday season. Something easy. I don't need glamour shots. I don't need 20 photos. And I judge big time. I, I also, I judge too. And I feel like, like, why me? Why are, I haven't heard from you all year. Yeah. Where, where? And yeah. Who, I don't know these people in this photo anymore. And you also know that there's such little effort that went into getting that to you. Cause like most of these things are coming, like the envelopes like printed. So everyone has like their little software and you're yeah. just in there once a year when you get the little picture of Johnny growing up and them still holding it together. It's, hey. I don't know. It is. It's bullshit. <laughs> I think it's because, um, this is, it's, it's, it, I feel it's a bit like, um, Hey, you, I know 2020 is coming. You're going to start getting rid of some friendships that's what they talk about should acquaintance be forgot yeah it's, a, it's the end of the year time to clean out your phone yep hey, don't forget don't forget me like that's <laughs> sad it is it is it is i mean yeah I, I don't do it and i feel bad it just makes me feel bad for you not think you and uh your lady that. will ever do christmas cards i don't know we're not that we barely eat you know, like our own celebrations of Christmas and birthdays, it's very 
like it's, we're not very big on that mm-hmm. she'll be like so so i wanted a surfboard uh, about a month ago you won one i wanted one. Oh, and i was like can i afford this and she goes i'll get it for your christmas present like that's the, the sweetest thing ever so do you have to wait until christmas to get it no that's the best part Oh, she just I like just sprung right there for it. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. But isn't it nice to unwrap a present on Christmas? Do you of get course. a few? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and when you don't unwrap a present, do you feel kind of like, eh? No. No? Okay, good. <laughs> no. Well, well, Brian, you are, you are a... You are a stone. No, but uh, my parents are coming out this year, so I'm going to get... Yeah, you're right. The point is, I'm going to go buy myself like a Charlie Brown Christmas tree probably on Christmas Eve. And yeah, you might as well get into it. Right? Yeah. Uh, you guys have a tree? No. But we we have a wreath on the van again. That, that is, that is, I know it's Christmas season when I see you drive by in that thing. Do you see that? Yep. That I'm going to put some lights on it. Yeah. Okay, for sure. You, do you know about my obsession with Kelly Slater? Do you know who Kelly Slater is? Yeah, the, the bald surfer. Exactly. Bald surfer. The greatest of all time. The goat. Hang on one second. He's I, he's uh, he's uh, he's uh, he's a uh, he's famous for his woman too. He's got a girl. He's got a say. He's, oh yes, he went out with Pam Anderson back in the day. Giselle. He went out with Giselle. Yeah. Good man. I didn't know he went out with Giselle Bunchen. Mm-hmm. Well, he's in the uh, semifinals right now. For the, what? Of the uh, Billabong Pipeline Masters which is uh, usually an event, say, for the end of the year, but due to COVID, it's the first event of the season. And it's on right now. I, I don't even understand how surf contests go on. Do you just paddle out there and hope you have a good wave? Yeah. So they say, hey, we're going to have this contest uh, this weekend. Everyone show up with their boards. All right, Lachlan, you go out first. Brian, you go out second. You got 10 minutes to fucking catch a wave. Dude, you got it exactly. You nailed it. That's how it's done. The only difference is you and me both go out, and we have 10 minutes to competitively get away. How do you pick? You know like when you watch like an NBA dunk contest? Yeah. Where they say you miss a dunk, you grab the ball, you run back, and you got like 30 seconds to do it again. So exactly. So you're out there for 10 minutes, and you do three waves. Yeah. They just judge the best one that you got. Man, it's funny. You have never seen a surfing contest, but you nailed it exactly. No, I mean, it sounds simple. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, it's inconsistent because it's not a basketball hoop. It's the ocean. Yeah. So um, conditions change throughout the day. 50 surfers go in in a day. Mm-hmm. Some surfers are going to get better waves than others. So they do heats, and they put them together, and they build almost a, t- it's a tournament set up like, like the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Probably even it's got... 32 or 64 surfers and they just windle it down to two and the final heat is to right so now. kelly slade is in it he's in the semifinals when i left to, to do the podcast so so can you watch this are you watching it i am it's on my computer oh i i think i was over your house one time when you were watching i think you were watching kelly slater another surf thing but that i guess that's cool what do they just put like a big still camera way up high or their announcers and shit they have all sorts of cameras they got drones they got announcers here's the deal kelly slater is 47 years old 40 i believe he's going to be 48 it's very soon if he's not 48 already well past his prime as a professional athlete let alone an athlete who should be getting into the semifinals. Mm-hmm. 
he's won more heats. He's won more competitions. He's won more seasons. How can you judge? How can you judge him being better on a wave like at that level? Like, because they're b- all incredibly good. It's like what not like golf, where golf like literally is a score. I guess it'd be like tangible. You can see it. Like, hey, I got this in before you did. Where like, it's very hard. Yeah, it's very hard. The judges, they have professional judges. These judges have a lot of experience okay. surfing and so growing understand. up around surf culture and watching surf competitions. So, but it's ballet. It's like figure skating. Mm-hmm. You know where you're comparing style a little bit. And you don't want to get caught comparing styles. So luckily, the Pipeline Master is the one right now. It's a very barreling wave. So it's usually measured in time in the barrel where a judge doesn't even have to really do anything. They're like, well, that guy was completely invisible to my eyes for much longer than the other guy. So that guy wins. You know what I mean? Uh, Sort of, yeah. I, I, I I get what you mean. So... If a guy goes into a barrel for 20 seconds, he just may have lucked out and got a better barrel than the guy who got one for 18. Exactly. God, Brian, you should be a judge. <laughs> that would that, actually be fun. Do you, um, did you have a listen to the book? No. Uh, no. The book I gave you? Yeah, I did not. You didn't have a listen? No. You told me you said it was great. Yeah, I read it. It was great. You don't read it. You have to... Listen and read it. Oh, all right. Well, I'll do that. I'll do that. I thought no. I, Didn't when I you, tell when you, you gave me the book, yeah. But when you gave me the book, I nobody looked listens it. to me. And I and I get it now with the pictures. Like it's much. And I actually meant to text your uh, your lady of. I was looking through the photos, like wow, these pictures are really cool and whatever the decor. And then I saw the credits. I was like, God damn, Jill. Of course, yeah. Jill is the uh, set designer for yeah, all the so shots. Cool. Shout out to my lady. Jill Villaluna, she is, uh, all the photos from the book, my book, my coffee table book is what we're talking about. If you guys want a copy, I'm setting up my website right now. So <clears throat> in a week, they go to my website and you can s- you can buy my book. I, I did send it to my friend Jen. Yeah. She loves it. Great. So Did you tell her to download the audio first? She's the one that was like, it's so good. She did the whole thing where i just read it <laughs> great check it out uh i got a few more copies left brian do you do you have anything to say in closing i was thinking about that as i came over here and i i did have something to say i just i can't remember was it about venice was what's going on out there? <laughs> i have try to try to remember while i see what's going on out uh goddamn always some action in these alleys i tell you i found an exploded atm in this alley (laughs) no really yeah this is kind of a dirty one dude this alley is nasty i mean it's got like legit shrubs growing in it uh there's a there's a um there's a drug dealer in this alley there's a guy who throws drugs over his fence i see it all the time yeah this is uh, i mean this is like yeah, this is a shitty alley. Like the one where you're on, like those most of those homes have like bigger fences and this is like straight up like shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for coming on. Yeah. I, I can you remember you can't remember? Was it about I it was about, it was probably about COVID and how I'm annoyed with it and it just needs to stop. You don't you don't really I mean I don't either, but 
we're in we're in the age group of people who um as long as our parents are safe we feel like uh <coughs> we're not scared of it no no not definitely not scared of it i mean yeah i don't know i mean i, I don't know what to think of it anymore i i i, I it's like talking about covid now is, is almost like talking about politics like if you open your mouth you're either coming off one way or the other uh i've i've lost friendships i, I and i don't want to say lost but i've definitely hurt friendships from having a completely different perspective because i'm in a i'm an unemployed mm-hmm. and this person you know these people are employed a lot of them and they're fighting to stay employed and so that's their perspective and my perspective is um <coughs> if we all just could just relax on the rules we could all get back to work we could all get back to work now i i um i understand there's people dying there's a lot of people dying uh i don't i don't know i don't know there's a lot of people dying brian i think there's a i mean if you took covid out of it you know would the i don't know would the icus be any less full with you regular know, stuff, would people be sick with the flu or what? You know who I feel uh, badly the most for is doctors. Not because they have their caseloads are much higher and they're seeing less time off and they're constantly having to work mm-hmm. under much more restriction, but because now everyone gets to dress like them just walking down the street. True. And that was sort of a symbol of their heroism. And I think a lot of doctors got laid because of that little doctor's mask under the neck walking into the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. You're a doctor? Yeah, I, actually, yeah. And I just finished saving someone's life. Now everyone's dressing like you. Yep. Kind of played out. <laughs> I, also f- I also feel bad for the, all the uh, bank robbers from the 19th century. <laughs> I mean, that's the bandana, (laughs) you know, going into any store. Just, man, I want to rob them. I want to rob businesses. As soon as I put my mask on, I always look at my lady and I go, you ready to do this? And then we go in the grocery store. It's like your Pulp Fiction. Yeah. I love you, baby. Yeah. I'm going to put on your mask. And then you don't rob shit, but you wish you did. And the mask thing definitely is, you know, it's a, it's a full-time accessory now. So now it's like a handbag, you know, like some people have like the worst mask game going. Yeah. You judge people on their masks. Yeah. You judge people if their nose is hanging out of their mask. You're like, oh, is that how you, <clears throat> you're so filthy. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yep. Judge people. I definitely judge people on their masks. It's not my, my choice to, but I mean. They're doing mask interviews with athletes after events, and the masks are soaking wet with sweat. And it's like, what do you do? You really yeah. think this is working? Yeah, I know it's a little ridiculous. He's and they're, soaking and they're wet. Still like ten feet away from the guy, so it is. It's. I don't know. I don't know. I, it's all confusing and and weird. Well, I think we should listen to the people who have the most update information for now. And do what, you know, don't be on the wrong side of history. Listen and follow uh, safety protocols as best you can. But don't let it get you down. 
don't let this ruin uh, your uh, your love for people and for you know traditions that we've always held so tender like hugging god please don't forget to hug that's the problem is we're saving a lot of lives but we're losing a lot of friendships and i don't know if we can come back from that i've, I've always been a bad hugger <laughs> really yes I, I never really i never really get in there kind of i'm uh as i come in i'm kind of like always going back you know what i mean I know I hate that about myself too, <laughs> but but you, every once in a while you nail it. Yeah, you, you got a good connection there. Yep, yep, yep. Brian, thanks for coming. Awesome, man. Third time's a charm. <laughs> good. Uh, oh, by the way, I worked with Morgan J yesterday. I did two Zoom shows with Morgan J. That's the music guy, right? D- yeah, the guy. The guy's awesome, song. dude. He destroys these Zoom shows. So. You, if you haven't checked out Morgan J, please check him out. Tell him you listened to the Lockdown podcast and you heard his song and you think it's so great because that would be really nice. So what does he have you come on and like warm him up before he plays or something? It wasn't. No, Morgan's just on the lineup of comedians. And oh, he, is he a comedian? Yeah. Oh. He's a comedian and a musician. Fuck. I know. He's a juggernaut. Yeah. I, I mean, the uh, I told you I don't listen to these shows. Yeah. But the other day, I was out of things to listen to, and I was up, and I was tossing a turn. I was like, oh, let me try and see if I can stomach this. And all I really got through was his song. And then as soon as I heard my voice, I was like, I can't do this. But really? I love that song. That guy's That's awesome. the ultimate compliment. <laughs> yeah. I've always said the song, I, I want the podcast to be as good as the song. Yeah. Hopefully one day. Brick by brick. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Come on in. And hang in the shack with Lachlan Patterson Cause it's the Lockdown Podcast Talking about whatever you want Chilling out, having a chill sesh With Lachlan's guest, yeah The Lockdown Podcast The Lockdown Podcast The Lockdown Podcast Lockdown podcast. The lockdown podcast. The lockdown podcast.